but I have a couple questions before then that I didn't tell you ahead of time because I don't want you to think about Perfect. it. Perfect. Okay, great. Love that. All right, here we go. Oh, hi, you're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all of the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I used to work at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. I'd like to welcome our guest model, actor, and activist, Courtney Granberry, a Minnesota native with her roots in Guyana. Courtney is a Wilhelmina model who got discovered at the Soho House in Malibu. Courtney didn't originally come to LA in order to model. At least that's what she says, but she is a mirror and she has seen her face her whole life and she's real pretty, so I'm pretty certain she was like, but I could. And has big goals to help youth with less privilege have a lifelong chance. She also has a hilarious podcast with her partner called I'm Not Racist, My Friend is Black. And you need to find it on everything and immediately listen, though we will have a link to it in the show notes. It's great. I better know Courtney through our mutual friend Jody. What up, Jody? And having the most fun with her on a random Sunday in Malibu because LA is, in actual fact, the size of my pinky. That said, Courtney, what got you into podcasting? What does activism mean to you? How hard is modeling? Tell us all the things. Oh my God. Okay. Um, okay. So, where should I start? So I will tell you my modeling story because I feel like it's really intricate, but it's really profound. Okay, so I was working at the Soho House in Malibu, and I want to say I was working there for about a year and a half, okay? And so every day I would wait on this table, and no one ever wanted them because they were kind of bougie, a little bit rude, and, you know, I was like, you know what, whatever. I don't care about that. Like, I'm going to go get this money. Obviously, it was tip pool. So, like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're sharing the bread. So, it's fine. <laughs> and so, I would wait on this table every time. And, you know, they weren't rude. They were more so high maintenance, which is totally fine with me. Because I've worked in so many restaurants throughout my life. So, whatever. I'm used to it. So, I wait on this table consistently. End up creating a relationship with them. They're really sweet to me. So, one night, I go out with my girlfriends. And I'm out. And I go to actually the Soho House in West Hollywood. And I'm out there and I'm like dancing, looking real cute with my girls. And then all of a sudden I see this couple, right? And this is a beautiful gay couple um, from France and I absolutely love them. And they walk up to me like, hey, what's up? Like, oh my God, we can't believe we're seeing you here. Like you look so cute outside of your uniform. And I'm like, yes, I'm a human being outside of this <laughs> shit. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, and they're like, okay, well, we want you to meet our friend Tanisha. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I meet this beautiful Japanese and black girl. Her name is Tanisha. Ooh, that's a good combo. Yes. And she's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, okay, like, thanks. But like, you know, you know, you just don't really think about that much. You know, you're like, it's, yeah. you live in LA. It's like, it is what it is. And so I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And she's like, well, um, one of my friends has an agency, a modeling agency, and I think that you should apply. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, you know when you're growing up and like you'd hear those mall scams, those fucking like, <laughs> you know when you're like, okay, come take some pictures and like we're set up in a mall. And like, so in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. This is LA. I should give this a chance whatever let me do it so she sends me her her uh phone number the next day i text her and i'm like hey like what do you think i should do like what do you need for me so she's like okay i need a bunch of pictures like this gave me a format or whatever and i need you to take them and then send them back to me so one of my homegirls who's actually on a show right now called sisters it's on it's a taylor perry show her name is uh, novi and so i called her i'm like oh my god girl like i need help like i know you have a camera like i need you to take pictures of me so we go to her house and she's taking pictures of me against like her garage wall i will die yeah her garage wall but she like she can she can shoot so she, it was all good so she takes these pictures of me and sends them back to me and then I send them to Tanisha and I literally, kid you not, two days later, 
the director of Wilhelmina calls me. Fuck off. I swear to God. And I was like, oh my God, okay, what the fuck? I'm freaking out because obviously everyone knows Wilhelmina. It's like a huge, huge agency. And I'm just like, this is not happening. So now I'm freaking out. Hands is itching, scalps itching, like crazy <laughs> freaking out. And so he's like, yeah, we saw the pictures of you. Like, we'd love for you to come in. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what am I going to wear? Like, I can't even, I can't, I'm like, so like in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm going to fuck this up. Like, I don't know. Anyways, so I ended up going in and I have this thing where like I wear a lucky sock because I'm like, you know what, like I had this lucky sock for that. I've always worn like, you know, when I was doing different things throughout my life, which I'll tell you about <laughs> later. <laughs> and it, it's always worked out for me. And so I didn't realize that they were going to get my actual height and ask me to take off my shoes. Right. Because I'm like, why would I have to take off my shoes? Like, but not knowing the modeling industry, of course, they're going to ask you to take off your shoes so they can get your true height because I wore heels. So here I am just taking off my shoes and they're like looking at my sock. And so I'm like explaining to them why I got this old ass crusty ass sock on. And they're like, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. So like, you know, I feel like it added character to the, to the interview or to the process. And three days later I was signed to Wilhelmina. Holy fucking shit. Like yes. that it's such a, it's one of those quintessential stories of LA where you're like, yeah, yeah, no, a friend of a friend of a friend has a story yeah. where they got discovered doing this thing. But like, you really have that story and that's yeah. absolutely bonkers. So I want to go back. So when your friend Novi is taking your pictures, yeah. because it's not just about how they take the pictures. It's like, how did you know how to pose, what to do with your face, how to be interesting? So she used to model. And so she was helping me with things, but also what I was shooting is something called like a comp card. And basically what that is, is you're just taking the very basic images in either all black or all white, very neutral colors. And you're just kind of just showing the composition of your body to begin with. It's not like a whole editorial shoot where you need to be like very much so serving face or anything like that. It's very like, okay, what does she look like front, side, back, you know, three quarter. It's really like that. Can she show like at least three ranges of face? That was mostly it. Um, So it wasn't like this whole thing where I had to be like Naomi Campbell. Um, (laughs) Not to downplay myself, but you know, know. it wasn't like as intricate as a lot of people think it is. Okay. And it's because really a lot of it is, is like your look and how, how, that can be branded and marketed in the industry. It's not really how pretty you are, how like how good you are in the beginning. It's just like, okay, this person looks like they could work well with Target because that's the demographic they're searching for. Okay, so what, what did they tell you right away what your brand No, was? I mean, they kind of wanted to know what like my goals were as far as modeling. And at that point, I didn't really even know. But now, you know, after doing it for so many years, I'm kind of like shifting into the things that I like, things that I don't like, and where I can see myself fitting in. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So what actually brought you to LA if it wasn't for that? Oh my God, what did bring me to LA? Okay, so I was living in Atlanta for a while after I graduated high school. And I went to school down there for a little bit. And I started working for this company called John Cassette Productions. And it was basically a talent a company that like the award shows would hire of, of people to be PAs. So I was a PA for a while for um, Warren G and Big Sean. Oh, we're going to get into yes. that later. Here oh we my go. God. <laughs> yes, I have a story about Warren G. I bet you do. I'm writing it down. Um, yes. <laughs> and so I um, was working for uh, that company called John Cassette Productions and I was living in Atlanta and I eventually moved back to Minnesota where I'm originally from. And I was just like, I cannot live here. Like, it's so cold. Like, this is not for me. Like, my ex-boyfriends is running around around here. Like, I do not want to see them. (laughs) And I had a little cousin who lived here with her mom. Her name is Sierra. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go visit her because I was working for the BET Awards, which were in California. So I flew here for that. And then I had a night out with my cousin and I was like, oh, California's it. 
That was just it. That was it. And I was like, literally a month later, I packed up all my shit in my Chevy Impala and took one friend with me and drove my car from Minnesota to California in two days. Holy. With a thousand dollars in my pocket. Shit. Yeah. So Courtney Mark's the second guest on the podcast who came to LA or came to at least to California for just on a whim. And after a visit, uh, what up Sarah Mello? She's the other guest that said that and then went on to have a crazy, amazing career. So it's like, do you believe in like the universe? or God or anything like pushing you towards something or is that I do believe in the universe um, I also believe in God but you know I'm different forms of it sure I don't know you know I've just been like one thing I do know is I've tried always not to be a shitty person like I've tried to just keep it real honest not stealing and even if it's like minor like and I know people are like, whatever, like you can just like steal a drink, like from like a shop. I'm like, I've just like tried to avoid all that type of shit because for some reason in the back of my head, I think like there's this crazy like tally of like car- karmic shit that's going to like pop up on me. So I'm like, all right, let's just keep it real cute. And yep. like, let's not do anything <laughs> fucked up so that no- nothing will come back. And so I've just tried to live my life a certain way. And um, I always knew that there was something more. I wasn't sure what it was, but I always had this feeling like, I don't know. Like I was meant to do something, not to say that acting or modeling or any of this shit is, is that trumps anything in the world because in reality it's not a real fucking like, you know, I don't want to say it's not a real job, but I do want to say it's not the most important job. Hello. You know, it's not the most important job. That's right. So I don't want to say that that was what, 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 oh my gosh, all this universal shit was pushing me towards being a model. Like, fuck no. Like (laughs) it was pushing me towards getting a platform so that I could help other people in a different way. Okay. Because I feel like the world is based off platforms and like, you know, how, who hears your voice. And so because of that, I think that I always had something in me that pushed me towards that. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. So you come out here, thousand dollars in your pocket, you're in your Chevy Impala. And then like, how'd you find a place to live? Like, what'd you do? Listen, so I had the, okay. If you are moving to another place, I swear to God, this is the best job you can ever have. It's called the cheesecake factory. (laughs) So listen, they have a transfer program where you work for them for six months and you can transfer to any cheesecake factory in the world. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. I did not know this. Yes. And they, sometimes they'll help you out when you get here. Like they'll like help you out with a little bit of money, like, like transfer, like referrals. And all you have to do is work for six months and like they have like have a good relationship with your GM and you can go anywhere. You put in you put in like a little thing. Hey, I want to work here. They will accept you because they always need servers. <laughs> so you'll have a job anywhere you go. Like if I were to leave tomorrow, like modeling, I could be like, yo, like I'm going to go to fucking Dubai and I'm going to work at the Cheesecake Factory. Get out I of here. I swear to God to you. So that's what I always tell people. Like if you're looking for a job that will help you, that is the job. That is crazy. It's insane. So I was living with my auntie, the one I mentioned earlier, and yeah. my cousin, and uh, it wasn't enough space, so we kind of like, you know, as all people do, living in close quarters, mm-hmm. kind of got into it, and, and I had to get out on my own. I had an uncle who lived here in um, Seal Beach who helped me out, but let me tell you this. After that, I finally got my first apartment in Koreatown. It was on 3rd and Kingsley, honey, okay? Oh, wait, for our non-LA audience, that oh is God. a... Uh, no shade I used to also live in Koreatown so I don't want to it's a it has a lot of character may it never lose its culture yes that is not a safe area no and you know what it just depends on what area of Koreatown because honestly like off Wilshire like going downtown love it beautiful by the line hotel cute very cute love all that you know there's certain areas that you can get away with that are cute but I was living on 3rd and Kingsley and I had this little apartment. It was $700 a month. Girl! And now, honey, it's $700 in LA. You know. <laughs> oh, you you know. I paid for that. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, what was I, 2022 living here when yeah. I first moved here? And so it had like a little bathroom, a little baby stove with just two sternals on top and like a little bottom fridge and open space in a closet. It was like, it was like 500 square feet. 
but it was like whatever and it was hardwood floors though. it was my space and i'm like you know what fuck it like it's all good like 700 dollars. like i'm doing it yeah you are i'm and doing you it you were and i was doing it yeah but girl i wasn't doing it girl <laughs> let me tell you girl 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 honey one day i woke up and i'm like what is going on here it's weird she's itching she's so girl, she's like visually itching her body right now i'll die i'll die what's going on in here girl courtney yes i did no yes i did oh, girl yes God. i did have bad bugs i mean from the apartment building from the for apartment sure. building 100 and i like try to sue them and like i had roaches on top of that so i was sleeping in my car for like no, a couple ma'am. days and then like getting hotels like it was insane so yes that happened i like called my parents they were like okay we'll come back we're gonna figure something out like my parents have married for 30 years great people love them. them shout out to rick and bb <laughs> and so i go back and they're like okay let's let's reevaluate you got to get out of that apartment so what are we gonna do I ended up finding out that one of my friends from Minnesota was living in California. <laughs> oh my God, this is an even crazier story. And so she was like, yo, like I have an extra room. Like you can come stay. Cool. Amongst other people that helped me out from Minnesota, I was like month, a month, a month until I saved enough money to get a new apartment. So I was like, people were helping me out, which was amazing. And I got out of that shitty apartment. And then I just lived various places that were just as bad. Ugh. Yeah, from living with two strippers who were like stealing money from me. Who No. Yes, yes. To like, just like different crazy scenarios. So now when I look back and like, we're sitting in my apartment now, it's like, the how, how far I've come. Oh my God. So people can't see this. Her apartment is pristine it's gorgeous Every, it's so it. well decorated <laughs> and it's it. massive i walked in the first thing i said was like oh, damn <laughs> so uh this is a little different yes, than your previous very experience. much so so do you feel just like every day you walk in you're like holy shit this oh is my all my hard I, work literally i write down 10 things i'm grateful for every single day because i'm just like i can't believe like where i've come from that's amazing you know and i'm yeah. just like damn like people don't realize like and sometimes they'll see me like whatever like you don't know what struggle is and i'm like you have no idea. Like you have I have no idea. been through it. Like even though I was raised in a great family, like I didn't grow up poor. Coming here on your own is still a struggle. It's a hundred percent a struggle. It's and, a struggle. And you were poor. And I was poor. Like I was definitely poor. But you know, I just have always been a server, and I swear to God, too, like that shit saved me. Mm. Serving saved my ass so many times because it's not like a job, like a nine to five, like you're working at an office and like you know what you're gonna get. If I pull a double two days in a row and I, my car breaks down, you better pay for it. I'm about to pay for that. Yep. And no problems. And no problems. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah. cash, cash. Right now. Straight. That's right. So it's like, you know, I always tell my little cousins, like, get a serving job just in case. Just have that skill set. That's You are the first person Ugh. on the podcast to say that. And that's that's fair. A JIC situation with serving is right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, granted, I hated serving because sometimes, you know, just. We're going to get into it. We'll okay, get into cool. it in the next okay. section. We get okay. real specific. Yes. Yes, okay. that's right. And <laughs> serving can be a nightmare. Yes. I want to go back real quick just because I know I'm going to get emails about this. How'd you connect with two strippers and end up living with them? Was it like oh Craigslist my God. situation? Okay. No, because one of the girls that was I was living with that was from Minnesota, I so one of my best friends growing up was an older older dude and me and my brother's like like basically our big brother his name was I won't say his name (laughs) (laughs) anyways and that was like our like older brother who always took care of us like loved us he had a best friend who he was super cool was a girl okay she ended up moving to Cali and she lived with this dude who was kind of toxic and they had like a little extra bedroom so I was coming in in and out like just working and they were like okay cool she ends up moving out because she breaks up with him she's like hey I'm moving in with this girl that I work with she's a stripper right and yo like we have an extra spot and i'm like hell yeah okay it was in arcadia which is far as hell that is and i was working in the marina at the cheesecake factory in the marina that's like two hours in your car no i know so but i was like whatever so they so they put the down payment down because they're strippers whatever put six bedroom house beautiful crib right beautiful crib 
like in Arcadia. Pause for one second. Is your phone on airplane mode? Because every so often yes. I'm getting that it is. So no, you know what? It's it's something in the wall. You hear it too? I hear it too. Okay, it's something okay. in the wall. Okay. Yes. Uh, note to our listeners, we're doing our best. Please excuse that. We're really sorry. Keep going. Okay, so you're um, in Arcadia. I'm in Arcadia. <laughs> and beautiful house, right? And so I move in with them and everything's all good. Little did I know, Uh-oh. these bitches were like messing around with like, a, like this Korean like... I want to say like drug situation. That is so real out here. It is so and real. And so out here. they they were basically moving shit in and out of our house, right? Oh no 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 no. Yeah no. yeah yeah yeah. And so they were trimming weed and shit. And I'm not I'm not gonna say their name, so I don't give a fuck about the yeah. story. Yeah yeah. But they're trimming weed, and so I'm like, fine, it's trimming weed, like whatever. I would do that shit too. Who cares about trimming weed? Weed like, doesn't matter. But yeah. anything bigger than that, I, I didn't know. And you know what? And I'm like, okay, this doesn't feel right. Like especially like I'm a young girl, like men in and out of this house. Even though it was a beautiful house, and they put down down payment, I'm like. Just because somebody's paying for some shit doesn't make it always better. Was it becoming a trap house or was it like? Not really though, because it was okay. just like, like you know, when you have like some people who are higher up in a gang and they got yeah. their, their bitches to hold their shit down. That's this. It was that type of situation. So you were a little safer, but still not yes, safe. Yes, no. And I think the girl, other girl who was a roommate was messing around with one of like the head dudes in charge. So, so. we were taken care of. Like okay. it was no problem like that. But it definitely was not a, like a productive situation for no, me. No, it no, was no. like, Toxic you is- know, they were smoking weed all the time. Like it was a beautiful house, but- Okay, so I, I'm like, fuck it. I need to get up out of here, right? Yeah. So this is what I found out. So this is how they were stealing money from me. I'm moving out. So we were splitting. The rent was two grand, right? Two grand a month in Arcadia. That's not bad. I don't know what the what the, what the split was with the guys paying or whatever, but right, this right. is between us three girls. Yeah. And so, you know, was it two grand? Let me think. Hold on. I got to make sure that's right. I don't know how that much. That feels possible. Yeah. I mean, I mean my, my split fucking far. Maybe it was, no, I'm sorry. They, it was three. Okay. It was three. And so we we're all paying $1,000 each. Okay. Yes. And so three grand, whatever, six bedroom, Arcadia, cool. So I'm moving out or whatever. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can find somebody to take my spot. So I'm like, hey, reaching out to people like, hey, like, you know, like hit these girls up. Like they are. Um, that is nice as fuck, first of all. For right. you to about to find somebody to take your spot. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Because that's, that's not, that's rare. So then something didn't seem right because when she told me the price of what the rent was, she, she accidentally slipped up and said it was two grand. Oh, I will die. And I was you like. You have been floating these bitches this Oh time? my God. No. And I'm a server and you bitches are strippers. Fuck So I, she ended up, she slipped up and she was like, oh yeah, it's only two grand. Like we can find somebody to move in because they had to go too. And I was like, what do you mean, too? And she's like, oh, shit, my bad. Like, I didn't mean to say that. So then I caught her ass up. I had my homegirl pretend like she was trying to rent the spot out. Right? Like, like you my are white, so clever. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, and my white homegirl, too. So she didn't know it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, hi, like, hey, this is me. I'm trying to like, right? You know, oh, on some like, throw her off type shit. Good. So she calls in or whatever. And she's like, yeah, the rent is two grand a month. I would fucking light the house on fire. I was like, oh, so you bitches were splitting $500 each while I was paying $1,000 as a server driving two hours back and forth when you bitches made five grand a fucking night serving at a club. It's so dirty. I was stripping at a club and I'm like, oh my God. It's so dirty. So, but you know what though? That was like, that was meant to happen. And like, I learned a lot about like overly trusting situations that weren't meant for you. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like I knew that situation wasn't right. If I'd have told my parents what I was doing, they'd have been like, you're tripping. Yeah. You know, it's like I tried to finesse something around a situation that was just toxic. Don't we do that though? You know, but how did you, so did you ever say to them? Oh yeah, of course. And so did they ever give you any money back? No. And this is her response. (laughs) You're going to love this. I'll die. How dare you? You used to have bed bugs. (laughs) 
slide. You're gonna use my history oh, as oh, a reason you can steal from me? Oh. I was like, this was this was like an upgrade for you. And I was like, oh, don't don't I fucking I when people do shit like that, girl. I'm like, you ain't doing me any favors. No, none. Da- no, you're Please. stealing from me. You're stealing from me. And she's like, well, what? Like made up all these excuses, but you know what? It's like money, like money i'm always in abundance so it's like i'm not tripping off that shit like it's all good but like knowing what i know now and like you know i'm not friends with them anymore so like what a blessing because Uh, hello you know because i could have been friends with them for a very long time one of them tried to fuck my man or something you know oh yeah circle the dream like you know (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm glad that that happened like they kept you out of prison yeah exactly thanks girls (laughs) thank you so much Oh, I can't even, I would have done. Yeah. So what did, did you move here after that or no? You There was no, somewhere in between? Um, where did I move after that? I think I, oh, I got an apartment. Oh my God, this my life sounds so crazy. I got an apartment. In- I didn't even know this, y'all. This is why I'm so excited. You're on this podcast. Keep going. You got an apartment. I moved into an apartment on Hollywood, in in Hollywood on Wilton, on Wilton and Lexington, right by, oh. right by the um, Home Depot. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do. Which is hit or miss. Yes. It, it, can, yes. Be, it can be okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, no. so I moved into this apartment, and if you ever hear this this landlord company, run for the fucking hills. This company is called um, William Holdings. Please do not ever rent from them. I am trying to save you right now. They are the worst in the entire world. So anyways, I put money down on this apartment, and they're renovating this new apartment, but they've only done one unit. No, I got fucked this way in Koreatown, too, where they say the building's already renovated, and then you're it's living not. in a construction fucking Exactly. Zone. Oh, exactly. then you never sleep? Exactly. Oh, no, ma'am. But they, they, hadn't, they hadn't been able to get the other tenants out because they couldn't buy them out of it yet. So I was living with these other tenants in a very fucked up area while my unit was the newest. And everyone else's were based, it was a trap house. Oh, 100. It had to have been. It was a trap house. Oh. And there's like, you know, like, like um, trans men and women in and out like at late night and like people selling drugs on my front door and like, did they look out for you because you were the odd man out? Were they like, she's the outlier? No, we're gonna... they didn't fuck with me. Yeah, they're, that's, like, I'm, that's good. I was not tripping off them and they were not tripping off me. That's ideal. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, and, yeah. and usually that's the way it goes. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's usually just people like who are coming in who are drunk or like drugged out, like around the area that are fucking with you but like not where you live and plus i'm just like you mind your business i'm not a fucking business okay listen i ain't no karen so i'm chilling (laughs) i'm just saying i'm I'm like you listen i just seen you shoot up but like that has nothing to do with me like i'm I'm walking to my shit and i don't know nothing so anyways it was a very toxic situation because it it was so bad the the roof leaked at one point and they wouldn't fix it and then like they tried to like evict me because i stopped paying rent because they had there was roaches and like it was just like a bunch of like and it was beautiful but it didn't matter because the building was not the building wasn't together so like you know even if my apartment didn't have roaches when i moved in the whole building did so it's like of course they're gonna get in there 100 percent roaches don't say like oh skip that unit yeah exactly that's the new one exactly and so you tried it you would go to you were withholding rent because you were like yes I, i'm you're this is untenable yes. yeah yeah and, yep, yep. and that's actually legal what you did yeah because you're supposed yeah. to do that 100 percent. and so they ended up taking me to court um and try they said they evicted me and i looked at my record there was no eviction so i'm like whatever so Never. they lied they lied they basically lied and said that they evicted me and yeah so another blessing is like i didn't get evicted i don't have that on my record but i also didn't have to pay that money so it's like okay hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> yes okay um, so in and amongst this time, so you were, we're going to get into the job specifics in the next section, but in and amongst this time, you're still serving at the Cheesecake Factory throughout all of this? Um, yes. And towards, so 
halfway during this apartment, this new apartment in Hollywood, I start working at the Soho House. Okay. How? So, um, well, actually, don't tell me now. Okay, yeah. We're going to get there. Okay. Okay. Soho House, next section. Okay. So, get us up to, to, to today. So, you are, you're discovered, you're signed with Wilhelmina, which is amazing. And so, you are, that your main bread and butter at this moment in time is your beautiful face. So, well, I was, I was splitting working at Soho House and Wilhelmina for the first for month. For a minute. For like first month or two. Okay. But then I was like, there's no way because I'm working so much. I'm doing castings and also like, fuck this job. Hello. (laughs) Hello. You know, and, but I will say though, I love, I love that job and I love everyone there. Like Andy Vaughn and all these people who like helped me like throughout the years and like who I had to call and be like, Hey, I can't make it today because I have a really important casting for a huge brand and them being cool. That's rad. You know what I'm saying? Because literally they, they could have kicked me to the curb and they did not. And they always looked out for me and like, so I really appreciate that job because I met a lot of crazy cool people working at the Soul House. And listen, for people not in LA and maybe for just people in general, they may not know. Like that was probably the hardest job to get as a server. Yeah. It like beats out the Abbey, beats yeah. out any of these places where you got to bring Absolutely. a headshot and do a fucking whatever. Mm-hmm. So they could have very easily found your replacement yeah. within an hour. Absolutely. So they took care of you and that's huge. Absolutely. That's yes. Huge. And it's very, very hard job to get. Um, yeah, it is. But yeah, and it, it ended up working out. And so. Okay. Yeah. So now you're a full-time model and... And you've been, how long have you been a full-time model? Four years. Holy shit, girl. Yes. Okay. Um, we will get more into this later, but how can people, like, is there a brand right now that they can see your face as uh, you're the cover girl for or anything uh, that you're doing? Oh my God, so many things. Um, I'm yeah, in TJ Maxx. I'm in Lane Bryant. Also, I'm a curved model. I think that's important to mention. Mm-hmm. What else? What am I in? Um, I'm in Walmart in those little LED screens. Uh-uh, <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I have a commercial out right now on TV. It's a Skechers commercial. Hell yeah. Um, what are you doing? It. I'm just like, just like showing my leggings. Amazing. My leggings. <laughs> what else? I am going to be in the new fall campaign for Tommy Hilfiger, which is coming out oh soon. Oh my God, that's yet. amazing. Which is so nostalgic because it's like, yeah. I'm a 90s baby. So I'm like, oh my God, like Tommy Hilfiger was it. That was it. everything. It was everything. It. You had to show them, you should show them above the waist. Yes. The, yeah. uh, oh my um, God. So, so that, you're, you're doing it. So yeah, they, people uh, can see you all yes. over. Have you ever seen yourself and you're like, oh shit, I guess I'm there too. I've been so high one time and I'm just like <laughs> fucking eating on my couch. I'm like, is that? Is that fucking me? <laughs> like, oh you, shit! I'm like, oh shit! Like, you don't understand how weird it is to be high and then see yourself. You're just like casually watching TV, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh okay, oh that's weird as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember you saying also, and this is just because we have audience members that I'm sure will love this, but you're with Good American too, right? You've done no, some no Skims, Skims. I'm so skims. sorry, Skims. No Sim- worries. Sorry, um, same yes. family, different um, brand. Kendall and Kylie and Skims and KKW. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, super fun. A lot of Kardashian stuff. That's great. Yeah. All right, so thank you for all of that. You yes. oh, see why see why she's on the podcast? We have so <laughs> much to talk about. Okay, well, we hope you enjoyed your apps. We're going to move on to the entrees after a quick break. We are back, and now it is time for the entrees. Okay, now Courtney, this is the speed round of questions, but feel free to throw in stories, and we are going to get into how you got the Soho House job and all of that. But I have a standard like list of questions we'll go through, and then we'll get into that. Okay. okay. So, what was your first job ever where the government was taking taxes out? So, some people say like, oh, babysitting or a paper route or whatever. You can say those things, but do you remember it, at the very first job where you were like, oh, I got a paycheck, and the government took its money? Mm, okay. okay. Um. Very, very, very first job. Gosh, I've had so many jobs. How to think which one is the first one? An audience, she has not seen the questions ahead of time, which some people get uh, ask for them and get them, but Courtney is is going in okay. raw. Okay. So. Um, well, I know that 
Okay. Well, my first actual, well, I didn't get any taxes taken out of that. Okay. I'll tell you two. Okay. Okay. My auntie was the GM of Nordstrom. Oh. And I was 16 and I was working there and I was wrapping gifts. Okay. But she would pay me and all the testers. So I would go in the back room and get any tester of anything I wanted. So I was like 16 wearing fucking Givenchy. <laughs> I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather that than get paid. That's 16. what I was saying. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it was like all the brand new stuff. So shout out to Naomi. I love you so much. Amazing. And then I think my actual real job first job because obviously like my dad's a chef and I was like having to make food for him so he didn't really pay me <laughs> um but probably Subway oh for real <laughs> yeah. amazing okay what'd you do at Subway were you, uh, were you um a I was sandwich a artist? sandwich artist okay artiste okay <laughs> <laughs> how old were you when you did that I think I was like 16 girl um, you were on your grind early oh my god I was working at Applebee's Menards do you know what Menards yes is? oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I was working at Menards I um love it. And where else? I was working at Chili's, which also like put me through college. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just to name a few. Oh my yeah. God. All right. That's I've gotten five so far. We yes. are going to ask how many you've had, but we're not there yet. Oh, that's actually the next question. I know my podcast. Don't worry about it. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> how many customer service jobs have you had? So that was five right there. Uh, Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Six. Okay. So I said Applebee's, Chili's, Subway, Menards. Nordstrom, I counted because um, that's Nordstrom the only people. Count. I worked at this place called Mendo Berry, which was like a German schnitzel place when I was in high school because <laughs> it was like right by my house. Um, I also worked at a really amazing spot called Kincaid's. It was a okay. fine dining fish chop and steakhouse. Okay. Um, my dad got me that job because my dad's a chef. Okay. And then I also worked, where else did I work? God, I've had so many jobs. Well, Soho House. Yep, Soho House. That's nice. That's one of there. And then there's got to be more. Like, I just... Do you ever do any, like, Uber Lyft driving? Any Mm -mm. of that shit? None of that shit. Any retail? Before my time. No retail. It was always food. Okay. Um, So were the only restaurants I would hear, Cheesecake Factory and Soho... Well, Soho House is kind of a restaurant. Chili's and Applebee's. Those were out here as well. Oh, no. Sorry. Those were in Minnesota. Okay. So the only two LA restaurants were Cheesecake Factory and Soho House. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, well, we, so, so far I've written down, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So there's nine so far. We'll just keep it. Should we round it up to 12 just because there's probably some you, you yes, haven't thought of? Yes, I can't okay. even think of. Yeah. We're going to go with 12. Because on some level, I feel like modeling is customer service because you're 100%. serving the photographer and the casting and the blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. So 12. All right. Great. Which was your favorite? And you can't say modeling. So which was your favorite of all of the customer service jobs that you've had? I'm going to say Soho House. That's what I thought you were going to say. I'm going to say Soho House. Yeah. It's just like the amount of people that I met. Like I was waiting on this one guy every single day for like two weeks. And uh, he would always call me baby doll. And he would come in. He would get Pinot Noir and sit by the water. I had no fucking idea who he was, right? Yeah. And I talked to him every day, and he'd always like touch my hand. He'd be like, not say much to me, but it was always like a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like flirty vibe, or no, like no, no, grand, no, granddad no. vibe or dad vibe. Kept it cool vibe, maybe flirty, but not crossing the line. I not gotcha. like, not like, hey, like baby doll, like more like, hey baby doll, you good? Like that type of vibe. Mm. And it was uh, Mick Fleetwood. Okay. Yeah. And but see, listen, I didn't listen to that because I was born in the '90s. So like for me, like my parents would have known. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Do you sure. know what I'm saying? And also, do you think I knew what he looked like? I, was hell? Say, I don't no. think I'd recognize exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. And you wouldn't. So uh-uh. I'm like, who the hell is he? Um. Anyway, so I was waiting him all the time, and it's just like little things like that was happening to me all the time of people like not like seeing you as a human mm. in that job. No. No. I mean, like just like cool interactions like that. I got you. Yes. Like okay. and like me seeing like me being like having a conversation with Mick Fleetwood. Like who the hell would think who that would ever happen? It's a weird sentence to be able to say. Yes. And so things like that were happening a lot. So that's why it's my favorite job for sure. Okay. Yeah. This isn't a question I have listed here, but who was your, are you able to say like a favorite celebrity that you um, interacted that with I, there? Oh gosh. I, I would have to say Jason Statham. Oh, 
god i did not know you were gonna say that yeah Yeah. is Um, he just walking sex you know he's very little oh is he he's little yeah okay um and he had his girlfriend i think her name is rosie lamb he had his girlfriend there but she had her baby shower there and after her baby shower like she had all these flowers like like imported in for like the baby shower and she gave them to me bless her yes and like shit like that i'm like she's like 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 she was so sweet because i took care of her party she's like these are for you like you did like such a great job and i want you to like take these home and like so that kind of shit was happening to me a lot too it's like people are cool so i think what uh for people that aren't uh, familiar so the soho house is a membership-based club yes that is very difficult especially to in malibu to become a member of yes so yes. it's not just you have the money don't you also have to be vetted for the yeah, Malibu one? and you also have to have three referrals of people who are already members there okay yeah it's just kind of like a, like a small club yeah lots of celebrities lots of celebrities okay. um so i love that job so much okay Such a good job which was your least favorite of all of those jobs i mean subway i hate smelling like that damn bread <laughs> <laughs> How long did you last there? Mm, probably like two years. Two years. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the weirdest request you ever got for a sandwich that you were like, what? Oh, my own shit. <laughs> like, I literally would sometimes eat like, um, this sounds weird, but like a meatball sandwich with mayo on it. Oh, that sounds amazing. What okay, cool. About? That sounds so okay, good. Okay, great, great, great. Because uh, I'm like, it was so bomb. Yeah. Mayo on everything. Okay, great. Yes. yes. All day. Yes. Okay, okay cool. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've been asked to do whilst on the clock? Hmm. Wow, I don't even know if I've been asked anything weird to do. It doesn't have to be sexual, but like something where you were like, okay, I got to go heat up this fucking oh, baby bottle. Oh, oh my God, I have it. I used to win this guy at the Cheesecake Factory and he used to come in all the time and he was a Scientologist, older dude, lived outside of his car, hoarder, 100%. Oh no. And he would ask me to grab him three glasses, one with um, full ice, one with three quarters and one with none. And three different iced teas, passion fruit on three different sides with 12 lemons and 12 limes. Girl. And I forget his name, but if anybody is at the Cheesecake Factory in the marina that works there, you know exactly who I'm talking about because he comes in there all the time. And uh, yeah. And he would, what would he do? Would he combine the ice with certain drinks? Mm, yeah, he, but he would like make his own thing. Like he was, I think he had like OCD or whatever. Yeah, sounds like it. But yeah, every time he came in and his name was Steve. Steve. He used to be so mean to him. And I was like, I don't give a shit. He's nice to me. I don't care. Yeah, like, he, that seems to open a lot of doors for you. That like the people who would be considered the runoff or that other servers yeah. would just not want to fuck with. And you're and like, like, just be nice to everybody. And also I don't take shit personal because I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm in here to get some money. Y'all playing y'all playing in here. <laughs> <laughs> y'all trying to make friends and trying to have an attitude about some shit that have nothing to do with you. Like I'm in here trying to get some money, okay? <laughs> like I gotta go after this. Like Goodbye. Bye. The shift's over. Yeah. And people okay. just like take it way too serious. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. What's an incident that made any of the people you interacted with ask to speak to your manager, whether good or bad? Mm. Was there ever anything? I feel like you're a, you're you just don't have funk with people. I don't really because I don't leave in, I don't leave any room for it because I'm so I, I'm so overly nice to people that it's like it would be awkward for you to be mean to me. Oh, that's so. But good. I could I could turn up on you, but I won't. <laughs> but I just don't because I don't feel like it, no one could ever really get me to that level. Um, but I did have one interaction. I will say, and I hate to say this, but some hood ass ghetto ass black kids sitting in the back at the Cheesecake Factory, and um, they ran me around, man, and like Ugh. did the most and. And then when the bill came, I'm like, okay, cool. Y'all want me to split it? Like, you guys want me to just, like, whatever. So I put it down. They all walked out. On the bill? $300 tab. <gasps> yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, I follow after them, and I'm like, yo, like, like what's up? I'm like, and also, it's like, I'm black, you're black. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on, at least be like, let me know. Or, like, you know, at least, like, we can't, I don't know, anything. 
I just felt like it was a little disrespectful. So a little, whatever. Yeah. hundred percent. And so they walked out and the manager like ran after them. Like we got their license plate number. And like one of the girls like tried to like pretend she was going to like attempt to fight me. And I was like, okay, I don't have time. Uh, I have to go. No one has time. And also over a bill for food you fucking ate already. That you ate and took cheesecakes to go. Oh, come on. I swear to God, order shit to go and everything. And wait, so did they, did you ever get paid for that? No, because they comp the restaurant comps it. Yeah, but that sucks because you lose the money then too. Well, I mean, I, I lose the tip. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, yeah, whatever though. You know, uh, that's all sucks. good. That yeah. could have been six. And it was like bucks. the last table too. Isn't that always how it goes? I swear. Oof, gross. Okay. <laughs> what was the last straw if you have with any of these jobs where you were like, fuck this, I quit? Or were most of your exits like, it's just time to move on? I think it was just like when I was when I was working too many doubles in a row. Oh no, 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 no. And I was I was stressing myself out and then I was like having these moments where I felt like I had no support. Like I'd I'd, I'd pull the bar by myself. Like I would do it by myself. Ooh. Like I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't give a shit. So I'd work the bar by myself, me and the bartender, and I would cash out the bartender and the busboy before the shift. Like I would give my, my busboy $50 before the shift, like, yo, let's get it. And every time I did that, we made so much money. I bet, because it was a grind that exactly. you guys were already on together. And he wasn't like getting anyone else's tables. He was getting mine, and we were flipping so fast mm. that I was walking out with like $300, $400 a night, and like throwing him like, like $60, $70 to $100 every night, just, oh. on, just for off me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when it got to the point where I kind of was like, this is stressful, and I remember one time I cried at work and I can't remember what it was. I've cried multiple times actually, oh, but right. I just was like crying because I felt like, a, like I couldn't get ahead or oh, something. I hate that and then like, you know, like you like didn't ring something in or some shit. And then it was just like consuming me. And I was like, uh, uh-uh. can't do this. Can't do this. It's too much. Yeah. Um, and so at that point I was like, it's, it's time. Was that, you mean out of the whole service industry in I mean, general? Out of the cheesecake factory, out of that high volume. Oh, quick turn and burn. Quick turn and burn. Yeah. I had to get out of there. Like yeah. less, cause that's not fine dining. No, it's Soul not. House is more fine dining. Yeah. It's more um, intimate. It's more knowing the menu and, and, you know, things like guanciale and like shit like that. Like I'm at the Cheesecake Factory talking about Alfredo. Like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So it, it definitely like catered to a different demographic of people. Yeah. And so I just needed that change. It was making me crazy. Were you able to make similar money at a slower pace because of the the co- the price point being higher at Soul exactly. House? Exactly. You were. Exactly. The okay. price point is way higher. Yeah. yeah. So you're just starting at a... Yeah. And, but now, does t- sharing tips though, I feel like that sucks well, because you always got somebody who's not Here's doing the thing. their thing a lot of the money in so house is credit card based because a lot of rich people pay with credit cards they yeah, don't sure. pay with with cash sure so we did split the cash which was turned in at the end but nobody's ever turned in their cash whether they say it. they're lying they people lying yeah that's right so it's basically off credit card sales so if you work on um on monday and the sales of the day for the house is 40 grand let's just say that um, and that's like a reach whatever okay that's including liquor all day everything and there's 10 servers five bartenders, whatever. Then you're taking off like, you know, back of house, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you're splitting. Wait, so back of house gets some of the tips too? Not the tips, but just like, I'm saying like the revenue. Uh, uh, like of the I day got you. So, you know, you're, you're splitting probably like 10 grand a day and versus like 20 ways. So it's like, it's not, it's not crazy amount, but it was, it was cool. Like you could live on it. I could live on it. I was making like probably like 15, 1600 a week. Which in LA is not, an insane amount of money but right. it's livable it's livable okay exactly Cause, cause exactly in, in theory if you have an apartment that's like 16 or 18 you're making yeah. rent in a, in a week, week which is right. ideal exactly i With, got you okay. yeah and i saw i was making probably like four grand a month 
okay. for, for 45 a month, whatever, which is good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's yeah, good. For um, out here. Yes, yeah. for out here, 100%. So you, okay, so with that, so all so all of your jobs kind of gracefully ended and with the Cheesecake Factory, you're like, I just have to shift the, mm-hmm. the style of serving I'm doing or the yes. location. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever told a customer to fuck off? You don't seem like the, the type <laughs> or in a gracious way been like, you know. No, but I have had someone, I don't remember who it was. Let me think it was... I mean, I've had like people at the Soul House, like, like you know, hitting me with the the um the snaps. She the just snaps. snaps. No, no, like, no, 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 no. But you can get ignored real quick. Is that what you would do? Would you just straight up be like, I ignore people. Good for you. But they, then management wouldn't get up your ass about that. No, because I'm like, they know my work ethic. I'm like, you know, I'm not just skipping over somebody, and you know, I'm not just not doing my job. So it's like clearly this person is a problem. Like it's not me. And because I created such a great rapport with them, it's like, I always kept it real. Like, I'm always showing up on time. Like, my dad instilled a lot of important things in my life. And, like, I was showing up on time. If I ever quit, I gave two weeks. Like, I wasn't Mm. doing any weird shit. You know, I was being, like, a really good, like, employee. If I was calling in, I was calling in, like, at least four to five hours, you know, way before my shift, not last minute. Sure. I'm trying not to call in. You know, just doing things I felt like you have to do so that you, if something were to come up, people have your back. That's right. That's right. Because they yeah. know your reputation. They're exactly. more likely to side with you. Exactly. So you never got to a position where you like got loud or got stern or got like your, your move is I'll just ignore you. Which yeah. I think it's, is a healthier yeah. Move. I'm on some ignore shit. I'm just like, I, yeah. yeah. And also maybe, maybe something like that has happened, but I have selective memory because sometimes I like to block out the fucked up shit. So, <laughs> so maybe that has happened in my, the universe. Like, no, we can't even go there anymore. So just, it didn't happen. Yeah. It, it didn't happen. happen. It didn't happen. So okay. yeah. So it didn't happen. Okay. Good for you. Okay. How many bodily fluids have been on your person whilst you were on the clock? Meaning like, have you been bled on, barfed on, spit on any of those things? You know, what's funny is I was actually just looking at my finger before you got here. Yeah. And, um, I had cut my finger and like had to get like six stitches while I was working at the Cheesecake Factory. Ooh, on what? How? I, I, I was setting a plate in the bus tub and it broke and I like go, went to shut it and I gouged my finger towards the, oh, 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 the plate and like was like bleeding so bad that they had to like rush me to like ER. Did they pay for everything? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. And I still have like a crazy scar on my finger from it. Oh, that's a bummer. I know. Okay. Yeah. So, that's so <laughs> have you ever been barfed on? No, never. Oh, Hell no. Nah. Lucky you. Spit on any of that shit? Oh my God, I will be, I'll be in jail. <laughs> I'll be in jail. I will be in jail, honey. I could not. <laughs> not today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you tip? Yes, 100%. How much? Great service, 30%. For, I'm, I'm that way too. Yeah, 30%. Yeah. 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 Mediocre service. 15. Ever, ever stiff anybody? <sighs> it has to take a lot for me to stiff you. Same. But I think maybe once, and I think it was like within the past couple of years, like, I don't know, I just feel like someone just was really foul and i and i wrote on the thing like i wrote why too Good for and you. i was like hey just letting you know like normally like i would take care of you but like i feel like this but this and this and that like i'll tell you why good for you because yeah. then they can't come back at you and like at the place the comedy club where i used to work there would be servers who would chase customers out that and is be so like, ghetto i agree i agree and it should be fireable because like you're getting in someone's face and also no one is obligated to tip i would literally just about to say it tip is gift it's a gift. It's a gift. And they didn't have to do it. And they didn't have to do it. Ever. And Literally. Like, we, we, it's a gamble. That's, yeah, it's that's a gamble. That's why how you were saying you work a couple of doubles and then you can fucking make rent. But yeah. Like, oh, can you explain to people what doubles are? Because I feel like we've talked oh, about it. Oh, yes. Um, it's basically when you have a shift and you basically stay for the night shift. Well, So if you work in the morning and then you're like, hey, like I can make some more money if I stay for the night shift. So you'd basically work two shifts in one day. So if I get there at 7 a.m., I probably would say to 7 p.m. So like a 12. That's a that's a tough. Right. That's a tough. And what would uh do, do were there any rules at any of these places that you couldn't work doubles or were they just like fine? Um yes, because I think that you can go into overtime and then when they had to start paying you overtime, that was when the money started 
coming in. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, you gotta go. They, you, like, you gotta go. Yeah, because they had to pay you a time and a half, which means your your actual server like fifteen like, an hour, fifteen an hour plus, plus half of that, which would be seven fifty, so twenty two fifty an hour, which doesn't suck. And no, and they were not having that though. <laughs> okay, have you ever been stiffed? Multiple times at the Soho House. Yeah, really, hundred percent. I was stiffed by LeBron James. Fuck off i swear from to ohio that makes me so okay so it was sad. tristan thompson jr smith lebron james and and some some uh i don't even know some art guy some white dude i don't even know what his name is and uh they came in there and it was like like midday like probably like 2 p.m they all ordered ice cream and, and a bunch of 1940s two shots tristan thompson ordered a two chocolate chips and a scoop of i have a really good memory so do. don't fuck with me okay yeah, hello. hello see this is what happens when you do stupid shit somebody gonna come on the podcast talk about your ass <laughs> okay um and so i remember specifically like, they were really cool and i like begged my manager to take it because i'm like hello like black heroes i need this y'all have to let me take this table please and i'm like and zaddy's like need it all of them all, all of, of them. them are so i just remember this one specific moment like this is kind of off on a tangent i was walking away from the table and like we used to be able to have dogs there right sure and somebody left their fucking dog bone and so i'm walking away and i think jr smith was like hey by the way can i get something and i quick turned around and i fucking stumbled over this oh, dog no, bone no 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 and i was so embarrassed and everyone started laughing but i will say it's not that LeBron didn't tip because LeBron didn't pick up the check. Okay. But LeBron was at the table. So he knew. And he knew. Everybody knew. It's like the dude didn't tip at all. It's like y'all should have made sure like or threw me something just because of the general principle of like being a black woman and being in a situation in a situation in Malibu where there, nobody else looks like us around here and I'm connecting with y'all and taking care of y'all. It's like you would think that people would be like, oh, like, okay, cool. Like, you know, look out. Hell no, they did not. Do you uh, go back to that in a second? Do you feel a way about that? Like, do you feel that there is a loyalty about that? I mean, I feel like there should be like at least like a head nod, and especially if like you're like in a service industry and you're like a, and and you come around someone who's like a black, uh, like you know, like elite. I feel like there should be a little bit of like, hey, like I see you grinding, I see you, like you know, a camaraderie that I feel like that should happen. I agree with that. Um, and so, and I hate to make it just about being black because I feel like everyone should have that too. But specifically in my situation, I felt like you know. They should have been like, okay, cool. Like this girl's obviously serving. Like, let me look out for her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but obviously they're not obligated to do anything. Do whatever you want. But the service was great. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it was great, great service. And like, I made sure we had shit. Like, we're not allowed to make ice cream sundaes at Soho. It's a very strict menu. So I definitely went out of my way. And made you know it. what I mean? And made it like for people who don't know about Soho House. Like, you don't change menu menu items. You no. don't, it's like no mods. No, no mods. We don't do that. It's disrespectful to the head chef. We don't fuck around like that. We don't care who you are. Yeah. So the fact that I like made shit like that work and like you know I was taking care of them. Tables clean. They taken care of. Nobody's messing with them. I just felt like y'all could have looked out. I feel I feel a way about that too, and I especially feel like because especially in something that is such an elitist, like super ultra minority environment, right? Where, like you might be the only person of color that graced that yeah. facility the entire week. Yeah, like, totally. I just, yeah, that would really, I'd feel yeah. a way about that. So who, so, yeah. who did pick up the job? Can you say? I don't even know who his name was. He was some art collector, some white guy. And I don't even remember what his name was. A white dude? Fuck. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yes. so grossed out. Yeah, I'm yeah, so, yeah. I'm yep. so yep. sad. I don't. Even, I think he was dating. I, I want to say he was dating Heidi Klum at the time. So if anybody can find out who the hell that was, what right. do you think the total bill was? Do you remember? Uh, it's probably like a thousand or something. I will die. Even a ten percent tip would have been a hundred. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Ooh, ooh, I'm yeah, because out. like 1940s shoes were like 
40, are, $50 a piece. Yeah. Those and those there was really like eight good. of them. So they were ordering rounds of it. So it had to have been like close to a thousand. Yeah. Had to have been. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. I would have felt such a way. Yeah. And was your manager like, yo, I'm sorry. And, and he- yeah, I mean, you know, we can't really say shit because it's the name of the game. It's like, it is what it is. And like LeBron is also not the most famous person that's ever come in there. So it's like, you know, and Fair that's enough. even crazy to say, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, they don't give a shit. They don't care. No, they don't care. Oh, okay. That makes me sad. Yeah. Can you think of any other time you got stiff there? Um, I feel like it just happens with like younger people who come in there trying to live in a lifestyle that they can't afford. Yeah. That's the thing I don't understand is that there will be people who get in there or who yeah. have memberships or whatever and can't afford. It's like the well, empty house. Thing. Well, because you can bring three guests. Oh, every member can. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, because when you guys were there, you guys were yeah. on a guest list, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, we were, de- <laughs> we're definitely not members. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you can ha- you can bring through guests, and so people can just be gross. Yeah, that's a basically that's a huge bummer. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, have you ever been fired from a customer service job? I seriously doubt it. <sighs> no, I've never yeah. been fired, but I did when I was at Kincaid's working. I was having to move around my schedule a lot because I was. I was a host there and I started working as Applebee's as a server. And so the manager at Kincaid's was like, I don't want to fire you because I don't want to do this to you, but I don't think you're balancing these well at all. And I know you want to serve and I know you can't, you're not a server here because it's fine dining. I was 16 or 17 or something like that. And she's like, so I just want to give you the opportunity to just maybe resign. gracefully exit. gracefully yes and she's like, because i just don't think you're balancing it well and we kind of need someone a little more consistent be- with the schedule because i was changing my schedule a lot like yeah. and i was in school it's like so she's like i'm just gonna do you a favor and not fire you well that was that was decent as well so kind yeah so kind and so you did that though and so i did that yeah okay, but other enough. than that never been fired i believe you. No, you don't have that vibe can you think of a an example of the worst customer you've ever interacted with or an archetype of who would be the worst yeah i can think of it right now he's always saldana for sure oh i'll die I swear to God. That and I have no so problem blasting people's names on here because I don't give a shit. I love it so much. You're the yeah. only one that's done it. So yeah, I don't keep give a going. Shit. I waited on her with her husband and maybe her two kids, I think. And her husband is like, I think he's like Italian or like mm-hmm. something. Super cute. Yeah. Um, like kind of like scruffy looking guy. And he was the kindest dude ever. And he, I was taking their order and I was like going around the table and I came to her and I was like, can I get you anything to drink? Like, like, would you like this? Would not look at me. Uh, that almost nothing makes me as offended. Would not look as at me. Does. Okay. <sighs> and then proceeds to tell her husband who's sitting no, like directly. What she wanted. No, no, yes. no, no. That directly me, across from me. No, that makes me fucking yeah. homicidal. Yeah, yeah. That's so fucking disrespectful. As I'm standing right there. You're she's right like, the fuck there. And she's like, um, I'll take this and this and this and this. Won't even look at me. I come back to the table, get everything together. Will not look at me. Will not speak to me. Not do any. Not even acknowledge my presence. And then, then like I'm having to ask like you know because I think they ordered like two bottles of wine. Did she want like white or red or some shit? And like I'm like standing there. I'm like and so I have to like look at him like to ask him and like he has to get her attention. And he she, and she's just like responding to him. And I'm just like this is like the most disgusting shit I've ever been a part of. But you know what? I also didn't take it personal because I'm like you got your life and you on all these movies and as beautiful as you are and that's the way you acting you're not happy you're not happy sis so no. i'm like you know what like go ahead be a little bitch because then i got nothing to do with me hello and your karma is your life yes and i'm like okay cool like that if that's the way you have feel like you have to act then you got something else going on that's dirty yeah, yeah. real dirty sad for her okay very can you think of anybody else i don't think so everyone else is pretty cool those all right are that's the ones good. that stick out yeah no, but those, that's pretty fucking good <laughs> the, the not making eye contact thing i'm like i i, I don't yeah to what end yeah exactly okay so well, now we're going to move on to the good stuff. We hoped you saved room for dessert. What was the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you were working? 
Um, when I was working at the cheese, I have a really good memory. I don't know how to. Yeah, know. you do. And you are not even pausing. I I'm, not, I'm not editing out pauses, guys. <laughs> She's just going. Go ahead. I was working at the Cheesecake Factory and I was working on at the cabanas downstairs. And it was Shaq's little, his, his son's birthday. So they had like 15 people there. And um, they were just super cool and super kind and like just very warm and felt like my family. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, sometimes when you, when you meet celebrities, they're like, this feels like very superficial. It did not feel like that at all with Shaq's family. And they were like saying what up to me and like making jokes and making black jokes and like talking shit and like ordering shots. And it was so much fun. And at the end, Shaq was like, how much do you want for a tip? Get the fuck Sorry out God. of here. He's like, how much do you want for a tip? And I'm like, oh, damn. Because I'm like, okay, in my saying? mind, I want, I want to be greedy dollars. as fuck, <laughs> yeah. obviously. But then I'm like, but then also like, no, because like, I'm not going to be the one of those people that's going to milk him for his money just because he has money. Good for you, girl. And then I'm like, I could be weird or I could maybe run into him sometimes when I get famous in the future. <laughs> I'm like, so Fair let me just enough. not. And I was like, I was like, no, you give me what you feel is right. That's the best response you could. And I was him. like, give me what you feel is right. Like, I don't, I, I don't care. Like, I'm just happy to be here with y'all. And he gave me $400. Bless him. Swear to God. Bless Swear him. Swear to God. Cash too. Okay. Cash. And that was not a tip pool. You got to take I that got to at keep all. That. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. That makes me like him so much. Yeah. Yeah. And he was really kind. Very uh, kind. That actually makes me really happy. Good. Yeah. That's not surprising. But also like you said, he's so fucking famous. He's famous on famous yes, on famous. Exactly. That he could have been a mess. Yes. Okay. Uh, can you think of anything else that a customer's done for you? Um, Even not necessarily a famous person, but somebody that you Ah, uh, you know, because you know, because when people do nice things for you, they only fig- they only stick out once they're famous because it's like yeah. there's there's so many nice things, but like what do you remember those by? Because yeah, that's right. I remember Victor Cruz gave me a bottle in 1942. For anybody that doesn't know, 1942 is delicious. Yeah, and it's also delish. very rare and very expensive. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, just that as nice. just as a Christmas gift or um, no? I was waiting on his 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 uh, table with Carucci, and it was her birthday. And was she nice? Yeah. Please say she was nice. I, I didn't really talk to her much, honestly. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I didn't really interact with her like that. But yeah, and he just gave me a bottle. Okay, mm-hmm. which That's is so nice. nice. He yeah. just happened to have it on him. No, he brought bottles for the party and gave you one. And of gave them. me one. Okay, See, yeah. I don't mind that kind of runoff. Yeah. Flowers, exactly. Kind of I'm like, I'll take it. Exactly. What's the best tip you've ever gotten besides the shack thing? Because I imagine 400 is pretty, pretty up there. Damn, I feel like I want to say, I want to say someone. Oh gosh, I can't remember. I want to say someone left me like. No, I don't think it was a. Maybe it was. You no, about it to say a thousand. You about I was, to say I was gonna it. say a thousand for real, but. I don't, I can't remember. Honestly, I think I was working at the cheesecake factory, honestly. And some, the, some dude came in and like just straight blessed me. And I don't even remember why just randomly. I, I cannot wait to have the kind of money where I can pull shit like that yeah. and just peace out. Uh, yep. Shout out to Artie Fuqua, who is a lovely human and a great comic. Everybody look him up. He does shit like that yeah. all the time. He'll buy dinners. He'll just go into a restaurant and he'll be like, these three people need, need a dinner tonight and he'll just do it. And then I he'll tell them that I do too. There's nothing I enjoy more. Yeah. Than I appreciate that. Yeah. Secret blessings. Okay. What's the best lesson that you have personally learned from having worked in customer service? Wow. Um, don't shit where you eat. Don't fuck your coworkers. Come on. Come on. <laughs> God damn. Come on. Because I have just seen that turn out so, so many bad. ways. Yeah. That's so bad. Yeah. And before I get into the rest of the questions, I forgot to ask you, how did you get the Soho House job? Because mm. I interrupted that story before. My friend Bryce Ritter uh, was working at the Cheesecake Factory with me, and he was really good friends with me. And I just like super close to him. And how do we become friends? Was it through that job? I think it was. Yeah, it had to have been. So we got really close and he was like, Courtney got this new job. I'm leaving. I only fuck with you here. I'm about to tell you about this. Go apply. Boom. Got the job. 
Okay, Bryce Ritter. Yeah. A two-namer. Yeah. For, what does Bryce do now? Still um, Bryce is, I don't know, he has a baby now, but he's an amazing singer and oh. beautiful soul. Just so fucking cool. And he actually introduced me to the church I was going to at the time called Zoe in Mosaic. Oh, sure. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I've yeah, not yeah, been, yeah. But I've um, it. Like Justin Bieber's church, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's right up the street. And it's like kind of like alternative Christian, but it's like really cool vibes for like younger people who are just like trying to like, you know, talk about like God in a different way sure. a more of like a one-on-one personal like example type of way sure yeah so yeah I love him shout Aww. out Bryce Reader what up Bryce okay and what's one piece of advice that you would give to customers who interact with customer service workers you know just be understanding because you never know honestly like if it's someone's first day or like what they're going through because I've had to be at work in some fucked up situations through breakups through all types of stuff and like sometimes you're off your game and like that's totally cool you know what I mean but I also think that servers should be like you know like if you feel like you can't be there, I feel like you should take some a, a day for yourself. That's right. Because it's just like, people don't value that enough and like, take some time for you. Like, you don't have to be up in there unless obviously your situation is dire, but yeah, I don't know. Take a day off. Okay. You know? And how does, how does working in customer service serve your modeling career? Oh my God. Literally like my, all my callbacks and all my rebookings and like my ability to have the same clients is only because I talk to every single person on set. Good for you. I swear to God to you. Like I can tell you every key grip, every PA on every job I've ever had that I've had a conversation with. Like people will tell me about their cat, like a key grip from like Arkansas or something. And I will remember him next time I see him. Like how's your fucking cat? And people remember that. Yeah, they do. And like, I never realized like that gets back to like the creative directors and the castings, but like, I'm not doing it for that. I'm just doing it because I like to talk and I like, I'm cool with everybody. And also for people who don't realize the models are not the coolest people on set. It's the fucking key grips. Isn't that true? And and the gaffers. It's like the sound dudes who are like fucking smoking in the back. You know what I'm saying? They have all the stories. They have all the stories (laughs) and the funny shit. And it's like, they dress the coolest. You know, they know about all the shows and the concerts and the best snacks around. It's like, and they're never pressed. They're never pressed. (laughs) Ever. Never. They're here for it. You know, I think just like being cool with people like, you know, and just like not not overthinking like just because someone is like has status, like you gotta talk to them or like the coolest people on set are the models or like the talent. Like fuck that shit. Who who made you that way? Because not everybody's that way. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think my dad. Yeah. My dad. My dad is the coolest dude in the entire world. His name is Ricky. And like, I just think like he's been so chill my whole life that I'm just like, I'm not really pressed about Mm. a lot of shit. That's so dope. You know? Is there anything else you wish that people knew about customer service or working in any of the industries you've been in that you're just like, oh, if only people knew this one fucking thing, then they'd be either better off or the world would be better or things would be better in general? Hmm. If only people knew that taxes be hitting us. <laughs> <laughs> That's so you fucking know? real. Like shit. <laughs> you think our checks be fat, but them taxes hit. <laughs> so we don't make as much as you think we do, you know, after them taxes. That's why we got to get them cash tips. That's why, you know, have pocket a little of that shit. Hello. Taxes. <laughs> so real. Well, how can people get in touch with you, Courtney? Where can we see? Well, you told us where we can see the ads, but do you want people to know about the best Instagram handle out there yes or dude. oh my god okay yes yeah. so please follow me and i will totally follow you back okay um i actually got this name because my friend his name is aaron he was working at the cheesecake factory with me and he's like you know what you should change your instagram name because it was the courtney show for a while okay. and he was like because you know you be judging and ruling and i'm like shut up so my name is the supreme court <laughs> 
and it's actually T-H-A instead of T-H-E because obviously the other one was taken. Um, so the Supreme Court. <laughs> Which yeah. I just, I mean, she told us that when we met her and I was just like, there's no fucking way. And she's yeah. like, look it up. And then I did. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> no. Like, so, it's the greatest. Oh, it's yeah. the best. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone knows you by that now. Yes, totally. That's a, totally. That's a great way to stay active. Yeah. All right. Well, folks, we're going to drop your checks now. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service from Hell, we'd love to have you subscribe, rate, and or review this show wherever you listen. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind and will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry. If you want to get in touch with us directly here at Service from Hell, send us your receipts at servicefromhellpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, if you can't afford to tip, you can't afford to go out. So don't be garbage and be good to people. It's easier that way. Thanks for being on, girl. Appreciate you. Welcome. Thank you for your Thanks time. Thanks for having me. This was lovely. <laughs> yes. Follow her on all the things. See her face on all the places. Thanks, y'all, for listening. Good night. Good night.